Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, whatever podcast app you're using, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course... Twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast and youtube.com slash upnext. Hello, Twitch and YouTube room. Yeah, uh, every Tuesday night we watch NXT 2.0 and then we talk about it because we are your NXT friends. Friends! Braden and Davey will always be your NXT friends and we're here to chat... About a heat wave. Oh, we've had a few of them recently. Yeah. It's been very hot in the city. I know my folks back home have been saying it's very hot there. UK's and on fire. Yeah, so a great time yeah. to have a bit of a heat wave in NXT. It's the summertime. It was, it's been so hot in the UK that they've packed up their bags in Enfield and flown over to Florida. That's how hot it is. Damn. Gallus couldn't have enough of that, that hot Enfield heat. Too hot. So they're they're moving to Orlando. That little, it's a little uh, cooler. That little warehouse they film NXT UK yeah. in. It's too hot. No AC. They sent them all over here. In NXT UK invasion on 2.0. Mm. Wow. Who who would have thought we've ever we'd ever see it? that we're here? Yeah. Look at us. Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll get into some heat wave. Uh, all from NXT tonight. Uh, a bit of a TV special uh, tonight with some some title matches and all that stuff that we will uh, definitely dive into. Tomorrow night, you're going to be once again joining John Pollock for Rewind Dynamite. Yes. Um, and so check that out on the Post Wrestling YouTube and, and their feed afterwards. And then I believe next week we'll be back to our regular kind of BD Elite yeah. uh, doing our, our weekly Dynamite review. But yeah, it's been fun joining John. Uh, because great reasons. I think it's time to pour one in. Yes. The newest member. Cheers. Of the post wrestling family. Salute. It's 
Ting! <laughs> yeah. Little Aussie Ting. Shout out Aussie Ting. Uh, he'll always be Sting yeah. to us. But yeah, uh, good friend of the show, Post Wrestling's Way Ting, is now a daddy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you love to see it. So uh, all the love there to our friends. So yeah, you'll be filling in with John, uh, who, yeah. who's got a few kids. He's past the like... Or maybe not. And he's still like in like dad mode because he's he, oh he's full dad mode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're we're gonna be going to Raw. He's with gonna him. be our dad next Monday, isn't he? Next Monday night, <laughs> Raw in the six, and John Pollock is taking us out on the town to Monday Night Raw, and then the Tuesday afterwards, I think at noon on the Post Wrestling uh, YouTube next Tuesday, I'll be going live with John for a bit of a Rewind a Raw uh, special. So I'll be filling in for for way. On that show as well, but we're gonna have fun going to Raw. EO, EO Sky and and Dakota Kai versus Oscar and Alexa. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, Edge. Edge. I've never seen Edge wrestle before. There you go. In Toronto, get, bucket get, list. Gonna hear Metalingus. <sighs> You're gonna lose In it. We're Toronto? gonna get John to sing. Oh, we're gonna get John to sing. That, that's my. We wanna. We're, we're gonna take our championship belt. Yeah, we're we gonna, have one for John to we're wear. We're gonna give John a belt to wear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> gonna give him some like. I don't know, the Miz shirt. Like, we have to get him the Miz shirt, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'll wear it, for sure. He's got to. Yeah, we we got to get raw. him. <laughs> it's raw in Toronto. You got to cheer. He's gonna. We're going to get him to cheer. This is awesome. Yeah. Pollock's, Fight forever. Pollock's going to be just having oh, a great I'm time. excited. We might get some some drinks and some food or, uh, before the show. Oh, yeah. Maybe after the show. We're going to convince some him to bourbon. get karaoke after, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Bourbon will get the trick done. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you want a real, you want to be real Basil slick. Basil Hayden's, we gotta, yeah. The real, I know John Pollock very well. His his weakness is bourbon. He has a weird drink choice, but mm. it's actually really lit, so I give him it. But he, his weakness is bourbon and diet A and W so, root beer. Okay, it's really odd. Not that odd. It's kind of hard like, to find in a bar. Yeah, and and so we're he's not coming out then. It's the, the night's ruined. We'll never get him out for karaoke. Mm. What do you think? You think he'll come out afterwards? We'll try. We'll try. Yeah. probably not. Probably not, but we can always try. It's, yeah. it's a long show. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, we'll be at Raw, so uh, look for us uh, yeah, tweeting if, all about that. If you're there, say hello. And there's also a, a few other events we're going to this week in the city. Hell We've yeah. got Demand Lucha taking place this Thursday. Yeah, I'm excited. We get to see uh, Effie, Alley Catch, Gringo Loco, uh, a few others um, that, that are on the scene. I mentioned on this show, we haven't seen him on NXT. Axiom kind of stole some guys. Yeah. Gimmick. That guy's on the card. Oh, really? Razor or something like that. Motorola Razor or something like that. I, I don't know. But I'm super excited. Lucha Lucha Party this Thursday. If you are in the Toronto area, we will be at the show. So get a ticket and come hang yeah, out. Yeah, these have been great fun. And also, uh, this Sunday, August 21st, um, Super Kicked are running a show we're going to go go to. And it's pretty big. House of Black. So Buddy Matthews, Malachi Black, and Brody King. Hell yeah. Taking on Team Super Kicked, Mark Wheeler, Chris Chambers, and my boss, Jesse V. <laughs> so nice. Uh, this should be pretty fun. Hell yeah! Uh, I know Jake. Something's on the card as well. Um, yeah, like should be should be really fun. That's at Alliance Hall this Sunday. So yeah, if you're in the Toronto area and want to come of and shows. hang out, and watch some wrestling, and say hi, uh, yeah, support local. Yeah, go go buy some tickets to these indie shows because uh, they're so much fun. And now that things are back and running again, like man, these these shows are hitting so mm. hard. So Demand Lucha's killing it, Super Kicked are killing it, and uh, we've been having a fun at these shows. So if you're going, let us know. You know the details. DM us. We're always open and super chill. We'll totally hang out. And who knows, Raw could kill it on Monday. There you go. So hey, yeah, let us know if you're going to Raw too. Uh, be be good times. But yeah, a, a ton, a whole week full of 
uh, wrestling. While we're in plug mode, you can check out more of our podcasts at patreon.com slash up next because five bucks a month North American tier gets you access to all the podcasts that we do, like retro NXT reviews. Right now, the boss Sasha Banks is in full swing, like right, kicked right into the gear of the actual boss. Sasha Banks. Uh, we have retro NXT reviews, like I said. We got Best Match Ever, Rey Mysterio, coming out next week. So we're yep. working on that list. Uh, then this week, we have... Well, it's Heat Wave tonight. So we looked at Heat Wave 1998. Considered one of the best ECW pay-per-views. Heat Wave 98. We took a look at Bam Bam Bigelow versus Taz, which was a banger and still holds up, man, when they fall through the, oh, yeah. the ramp and oh, stuff. Absolutely. That match was awesome. Uh, Jerry Lynn, just incredible. There's like the Dudley's Dreamer Sandman, all these crazy ECW. We chat all about that. That came out, uh, this past week. Uh, what else did we do? We did uh, Rumble, Rumble in, the in the Bronx, Bronx Jackie Justin. Chan. Great yeah, yeah, that was a total fun chatting all about that. Jackie Chan, Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in, Rumble Vancouver, in Vancouver, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Uh, and then we got a was next coming out this week. And then are you ready for the big? It's the big one. It's a big show. It's National Orangutan Day. So we're talking about Dunstan Checks In. Wow. Uh, this one's definitely got some heads turning. Uh, I don't know if anyone's no, like knows about this movie. So we did Shark Week. We've done, uh, what have we done? Uh, do our Halloween stuff. We do our Christmas stuff. We've done some Loch Ness. Andrew's Day. We've Loch done some Ness, Patrick's yeah. Day. We like to celebrate the animal kingdom here in our podcast. So we decided that on World Orangutan Day, which I believe this is this Thursday. So yep. what? The 18th? The 19th. The 19th? Um, well, wait. No, that would make it the 18th. Oh, well, it's the 19th. is natural. Oh, okay. So Friday. So Friday. Okay. okay. So Friday is World Orangutan Day. And we're celebrating by chatting about the best orangutan movie starring Jason Alexander. <laughs> I can't wait. I, it's been so long since I've seen this. An orangutan in a hotel. If what more this rings a bell, like Google this, you might get a weird deja vu memory, yeah. trip down memory lane kind of thing. So we're going to be chatting all about this. We would love feedback there, patrons. And did you know orangutans are the heaviest tree-dwelling animal? Wow. Well, did you know that the orangutan is one of humankind's closest relative? Because in fact, according to National Geographic... We have 97% of the same DNA. Ooh. And the word orangutan, orang hutan, means human of the forest. Wow. The more you know. The more you know. More orangutan facts on Dunstan Checks in yeah. review coming I'll up. Have to, I'll have to drop one on uh, Rewinder Dynamite tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> orang- <laughs> Orangutans also don't have bones. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. No. Uh, yeah, so we have all these crazy reviews out there. Go give us a go give us a peep on the Patreon, and you might enjoy some of the shows we do because we have so many there. It equals pennies per podcast. There's a whole back catalog, movie reviews, wrestling, all that stuff. Go check us out; you won't regret it. Uh, I promise. Uh, but I mean, before NXT, I'm sorry, but I mean, there's there's some rumblings of a big return happening in wrestling really soon. Ooh. Have you heard about this? I, I mean, I tomorrow night's tomorrow night's dynamite, right? Oh, and I mean, the young bucks are looking for a partner, right? Hear the battle cry. Oh, I was referring to Fightful reporting that Brandy Rhodes has been training in the Performance <laughs> yes. Center. I did see that. Brandy Rhodes coming back. Sorry, Kenny Omega. Who? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm super hyped for Kenny Omega uh, tomorrow night. So uh, definitely looking forward to watching that. Uh, I think that's the the logical mm. it's not marty so <laughs> yeah. thinking it's kenny uh but no brandy Rhodes. so when cody comes back she's gonna be wrestling i guess so i mean i 
I know there are a lot of Brandy haters out there. I, I've never really been one of them. I can't say her, her wrestling really lights the world on fire, but I don't mind her as part of like the Cody act. Right. Um, I think maybe with a bit more direction in WWE than they've had in AEW when they were really left to their own devices and things got a bit weird. I don't mind her being kind of part of the act and maybe taking a bump here and there. So I, I don't know, but... Yeah, I, I kind of figured it was it would be a matter of time before we see her yeah. come in and be with Cody. Yeah, bring it on. Yeah. Can't wait. The queen. She's going to interrupt people's promos and be like, what up, bitch? <laughs> Isn't that her thing? What did she say? I'm a, what did she say? I'm a black bitch. I'm yeah, pretty sure she, she said, quote, yeah. quote Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. did say that in a promo. She's going to interrupt someone and say that. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Can't wait. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you think Cody's coming back? Like, uh, Kingdom yeah. plays and yeah. it's just Brandy. Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think who she could uh, interrupt. Like uh, R- Ronda Rousey, you're a black belt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a black bitch. I guess. Fuck. Yeah. I'm excited, man. Brandy Rhodes. Brandy Rose. Sorry, I'm messing them up. Brandy Rhodes. Brandy Rhodes. Mandy Rhodes. Did she come back as e- Eden? <laughs> Eden, wow, Eden her, Styles yeah. was Eden, that her name? Her WWE name, I think it was Eden Styles. Wow, yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, That's good stuff. I'm um, super excited. Yeah, I might be uh, something. Well, we're talking about things that are coming up. Something yeah. might be in the plan. Uh, me talking on Scrump Show about okay. uh, Better Call Saul. Oh, because. After like 13 years of this whole Breaking Bad yeah. story, it finally came to an end last night. Oh, and, damn. Okay. Uh, was like, it's hard. Long running se- series and stuff to kind of stick the landing. Mm. I really thought they did. Okay. Uh, really great stuff. So I know Scrump put out the call today. So might be chatting with him in the next week or so uh, about kind of thoughts on that. So look I'm out a- for that if you're interested. I'm actually going to be on his show this week as well. Oh, nice. I think on Monday that comes out. So uh, look for the the PWT cast yeah. with Scrump. Scrumptious Scrump. Uh, yeah. And then a quick reminder that if you are uh, thinking of coming to Toronto for, for AEW, definitely try to get those tickets when they go on sale because it's going to be pretty hard. They usually only let you buy like four or six so it might be it might be difficult so i would recommend for people who are planning like definitely try your hardest to uh get a bunch of tickets and hey if you get more you just sell them off Mm. or get people to come and easily find people because i feel like they might be a hot ticket both nights in toronto the venue is not the the biggest venue so yeah tickets will be i think it will sell i I think most people are gonna it's not gonna be like oh well if i can't go on the wednesday i'll go on the thursday i think people are gonna want to do both both yeah yeah for sure so uh look look for that but aside from that how's your week been it's good yeah i Uh, I haven't seen much of you yeah yeah i i've been i've been good i'm taking tomorrow night off uh the dynamite show i'm gonna go see lord huron i'm a big fan I was just at Karungbin, another concert. So I've been having, been having, I got a bike. I've been going on bike rides. Very and nice. Just going by the water. I went on a kayak near the water the other day. Just been uh, enjoying, again, it's been hot this week. So I'm it's taking advantage of it. I'm like really busy in the city. Like we, there's yeah. a lot going on. Work has been especially busy. There's been, uh, like the Def Leppard, Joan Jett, Motley Crue. Yeah. Uh, concert. I know. I wanted to go week. to that. Uh, which like we got absolutely slammed at work. There's been all these kind of conferences going on. There was beer fest right outside our place. The my other mom, day. my mom's birthday was last week, so she's at Sticks right now because okay. I got her tickets to Sticks, Ario Speedwagon, and Loverboy. And right. part of me just wanted to go for Loverboy, 
But I was like, no, take a friend or something. So was, she she's having a right. She's probably listening to Mr. Roboto right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Harry Styles is playing Lady Gaga. It is Gaga. crazy like, over it's there. Been so busy. We live right. Yeah, we live right near the ACC. Sorry, the Scotia Bank and the the C, the CN Tower and the and the Dome. And like Harry Styles was here today because yeah. I walked by to get some groceries and I was like, what is going on? Oh, crazy. Yeah, he moves he moves tickets for sure. Uh, it was funny on on Saturday night at work had these two guys who'd been at the Jays game the yeah. day. They were pretty pretty liquored up, uh, had one drink, and then after I served them, they were like, oh, they kind of making some comments, like someone at the bar and stuff, like being a little cheeky. And I was okay. like, okay, I'll monitor it. They ordered some food, go and get their food, come back, they've dipped. Oh, like, fuck's sake. They come back a bit later, and I'm like, nah, get get out. Yeah. And they go, no, no, I think, I think my friend uh, left his glasses. And I went... Oh yeah, the glasses, sure. Um, by the way, you, you need to pay your bill. Oh, oh, what do I owe you? It's like, you owe for two drinks and two meals. Okay. Pays, zero tip, and goes, oh, and the, the glasses? I'm like, sorry, you dine and dash, you're rude to customers. You're like being drunk idiots, and then you pay and you don't tip me and you expect me to give you your glasses back. Pulls out a 20, hands it over. I was like, yeah, I didn't find any glasses. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, what about the food? Oh, the Philly cheesesteak you ate, uh, you ordered an hour ago? Yeah, I ate it. <laughs> and my friend here ate the wings. I Fuck was, off. <laughs> I was, I was going to ask where you got those new Ray-Bans from. No, no. Yeah, he didn't deserve it. No. No. It's like so good, though, to like get them back. Yeah. Justification. Yeah. For sure. Felt good. Yeah, don't dine and dash people. Yeah. And tip your servers. Be nice. Be nice to people. Yeah, in the Choose summertime. Kindness, you know? Yeah. Be nice to your, your staff and everywhere you go these times. You yeah. know? It's it's the summertime. You're supposed to be having a good time and being happy. Yeah. So keep doing that. Exactly. Yeah. But There's a heat wave going on. You know? Heat wave. You know, we gotta we gotta look out for each other. Street fight tonight. Street fight tonight. <laughs> uh, I guess we can jump into some NXT. I mean Raw is, seems like it's old NXT with all these People, Kevin Owens saying he's a wrestler. We got Io Shirai, Dakota Kai, all these. Yeah, NXT so Raw people. is now black and gold, and NXT is now UK. It's like Champa and like yep. no, no, no. NXT UK is two point now. As we'll get that's into. what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Well, maybe let's get into it for sure. It's NXT Heatwave from August sixteenth, twenty twenty two. What's that? Twenty two years since the last Heatwave event. Was that when was the last one? Two thousand one. Uh, 2000, I believe. 2000. Oh, uh, I did see a thing uh, backstage of uh, Cora Jade and Steve Carino. And Cora's like, I wasn't even alive when <laughs> he <laughs> was a thing. No. Which is crazy. Wow. She uh, had to learn about 9-11 in school. Yeah. Yeah. That's our new kind of measuring stick, isn't it? Um, we get a voiceover at the beginning of the show. Uh, NXT normally do these quite well. They're like big events. They do a bit of a, a video package. I mean, Heatwave, ECW. Yeah. Paul Heyman. Intru- Paul yeah, he's introducing the voiceover for the whole video. Yeah, the whole which show. was pretty cool. Doing the voiceover here. And we kick things off hot right away with the North American Championship match. Carmelo Hayes taking on Giovanni Vinci. Um, Melo catches Vinci very early on with his springboard clothesline, which we've seen him kind of finish matches with before. Uh, Vinci comes back and just hits this dirty open hand chop across the chest. Uh, clearly, really nice. Learned from his his days with Volta uh, with this one. Who and 
and Trick's face on the outside with this shot. Yeah. It sounded like that UFC knockout you showed me just before. Yeah, this. I don't know who that was, but there's a video this knockout from today that was just fired, but crazy. But yeah, w- Williams was great on the outside just being like, oh, that hurt. Uh, there's a rolling shoulder sent on into the moonsault from Vinci for a two count. And then Melo catches Vinci in the ropes and hits the fadeaway, his like backwards leg drop. I love when wrestlers do look the hanging on the rope spot is so overdone and it looks yeah. so silly. But wrestlers, when they ex- they kind of explain Try to make why it un- work, why he would be hanging there. So I always give I always gave props to Io for she was always the best at. But I think Hayes and and uh, Eichner, sorry Vinny here, yeah, uh, got it got it pretty on the nose. Um, Melo jumps off the top and Vinci goes to catch him for his uh, brain buster, but kind of slips, but still gets him up and hits uh, the crazy looking brain buster here. Vinci then goes to the last ride powerbomb, but Melo slips out and hits his like suplex lift into the cutter. Yeah, it's an awesome move. It should be his finisher. Similar to like Dustin's uh, finisher. It's kind of. Vinci then runs up the turnbuckle with this huge crossbody taking out both Trick and Mello on the outside uh, which caused a uh, holy shit chance from this crowd uh, Mello then goes for the nothing but the net uh, nothing but net nothing uh, but the net nothing <laughs> but the net nothing but net uh, like guillotine leg drop but uh, Vinci moves so he rolls through and then Vinci just catches him with this crazy rainmaker like lariat here yeah it was that he spun him inside out yeah, it was looked crazy great um, goes to the last ride powerbomb again, but Williams runs in, so he just throws Mello onto, onto Tricky here, uh, then hits Trick with the last ride, goes to the last ride on Mello, but Mello counters this with a Rey Mysterio-esque yeah. snap Rana, West Coast hooking the legs up. for the pin. Like a dragon Rana or something. Yeah. It was nasty. And it, uh, looked great because you saw, like, Mello doesn't usually win like this. Yeah. And, um, and Vinci's been on this this winning streak. You could see him trying to kick out, but just absolutely caught here. Uh, so good finish for the match. And uh, yeah, entertaining opener here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Vinny Vici, uh, he does some crazy stuff. As When he was Fabian Eichner, we were always like, man, look at this guy fly and do all these technical stuff. But here, him hitting like the double rope springboards and all this stuff, he's just insane and uh i'm i'm kind of bummed he didn't win but i we kind of could see that it wasn't the time just yet but i still think big things and looking at like a bigger picture you could easily put him in the group with walter and so and so down the line or like feud with them or whatever but this was pretty sweet. i would say as far as the, like the black and gold bleed over talent yeah uh 2.0 has been really good for eichner yeah uh, i think he's he's shown more personality He's he's got a gimmick now, but it's not goofy. It actually fits him, and I think it it's allowed him to showcase a bit more than just being like the quiet man behind like Volta. You the, know, the entrance with the photo snaps is pretty goofy, but it's he, goofy. He's but Johnny he makes Sins. it work. Yeah, you know, he yeah. makes it work. Yeah, he's uh, handsome. I think this has been good for him and has really showcased how good he is as a solo act. I thought I, I think there's more in this match. To be honest, I yeah. thought this was good, but there were there were a couple of slips here and there, and and I think they could take it to the next level. The the Williams interference stuff got a bit much at the end, especially right in front of the ref. I hate like, okay, whether you successfully attack the guy or not, you're running in the ring. Yeah. Like it's over. Yes, you're done. DQ like, 
it that, that bothers me or stop them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do feel like if they had like, you know, 20 minutes that they could put on probably like an all timer, but it does lead me to believe the North American title will be put up for grabs in a multi-man, possibly a ladder match again. Cause like, think about it. He's, he, he's not going to be going for the North, uh, NXT title anymore, yeah. maybe, possibly. I don't know. But At the the Labor Day show? Yeah, the all in day show. All in. Uh so but still great way to start this show. And uh Mello on oh we didn't mention Mello's entrance with the trash can on fire, the heat oh, wave. Yeah. And he's got the shirt. He always has because he puts like the dead on a dead you, I put you on yeah. a shirt kind of thing. So the trash can on fire was a nice touch as well. But both his gear with flames all yeah, over. Yeah, both both acts are some of my favorites that are going on yeah. in 2.0. We see Mandy Rose with Toxic Attraction arrive as Bron Breakers arriving as well. And they have a little moment, the two champions here uh, saying, I guess we'll see who's leaving with their titles tonight. Uh, did you see that uh, Dodge, the car company, said they're not going to be going forward by making any more Dodge Chargers? Really? What are NXT what, wrestlers my, are going to show up by? I was going to say, what's my Uber going to be? I swear I'm always... <laughs> the Dodge Charger? Yeah, that's a pretty sweet <laughs> Uber to get. No, but like, Bron- remember that we always show up in the yeah. red or the black Dodge Charger in damn. NXT? Clearly, they just have one that they use for yeah. all the shots. But yeah, uh, damn, pour one out. <laughs> we then see a, a video Julius Creed posted on Twitter earlier today saying, I rewatched the eight-man tag from a few weeks ago over and over again, and I saw something. And tonight, at Heatwave, I'm going to address what I saw. I saw something. Uh, we then have Robert Stone with Von Wagner cutting a bit of a, like a Von Wagner rehab promo after his loss against Solo the other week. Yeah, it wasn't quite Million Dollar Man, We Can Rebuild no. Him, but it's just him saying that uh, the game has changed, but the rules are the same. <sighs> uh, he's saying, uh, if you learn one thing from that Falls Count Anywhere match is you realize Vaughn is a freak of nature. And he could, he goes over all his like athletic ability as well and yeah. says he could walk onto any football pitch right away and get a job if he wants. Um, and then. And why are you in NXT? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go to the NFL then. Uh, it's probably better money. <laughs> it will be better money. Yeah. Um, Wagner says, I don't care if you're internet famous or big with the media. It doesn't matter. Anyone can't survive in my jungle. It's like, but you lost, dude. Wait a second. Hold on. Now it's a jungle? It's not the street. He lost the street. <laughs> no, 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 no. So he's claiming the jungle. I thought it was Wagner's world and we're just living in it. But now the, the jungle is in the world. Well, he went from the world to the street. And yeah, now sorry. it's just good a jungle. So the, <laughs> he took the street to the jungle but and they're both in the world. I know someone tweeted us today being like, oh, with, uh, with the new regime change, yeah. if there's ever going to be a forbidden door WWE AEW thing. I mean, Vaughn's like once... once Jack is done with Christian. I think I think Von's shooting a shot here for the, the jungle, jungle Boy. boy. <laughs> it's, Von's, it's Wagner's jungle just doesn't uh, roll off the Jungle tongue. Boy Von Wagner. <laughs> Both incredible wrestlers. Yeah, they are. I, I, I laugh that he's now moved away from the world, the streets, and the jungles. But he likes to put set. He's creative. He's, he storytells. He'll he end up you just in a being place. like, it's Wagner's shed. <laughs> and you're just living in it or something. <laughs> just gets smaller and smaller. The jungle. We go to Diamond Mine, who are in the ring, and... Uh, and Julius says, under a year ago, we joined Diamond Mine under leadership of Roderick Strong. We won the Dusty Cup and won the tag team titles. We did that for Diamond Mine. We've been stitched up and busted open from cannonballs 
for this right here as he motions to the gold. But it's come to my attention that someone is trying to destroy Diamond Mine. And I'm using this opportunity to call him out right now. Julius is kind of looking at the stage as if he's going to bring someone down. And he says, Roderick Strong. Ooh. Going where we thought this would go. And he turns right around. And I like how Brutus sells it like, oh, oh what? Oh, my word. What? Roddy. Um, Roddy, Roddy just loses his mind. He's like, are you kidding me? I started Diamond Mine. I brought you in as top athletes who needed guidance. That's something I never had. And... Then the crowd are chanting, they don't need you. Mm. Roddy's like, no, they do, they do. And I say this with pride. You are one of the best tag teams in WWE, and I'd run you against the Usos any day of the week. You guys are the future, which is a match I'd definitely like to see. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, Julius says, we're not the future, we're the now. And you can say whatever to our face, because I know when you get a chance, you will stab us in the back. And... You, the rest of Diamond Mine are kind of looking, oh, which way do we go? Noah Ivy Nile here, by the way. Yeah, just, just Damon, Damon Kemp. Kemp and Brutus. And Brutus says, I've got your back as he joins his brother. And Roddy warns them about the next words that are going to come out their mouth when Julius says he isn't playing games anymore. So let's roll the tape. And they roll the tape from the eight-man match the other week against the D'Angelo family when Roddy quote-unquote, accidentally hits Julius with the flying knee. But uh, Julius says there's something there. I, I wish they kind of replayed this again. Yeah. Because uh, he's talking about Tony kind of tapping the mat and there being a look between the two as if maybe there's a, a signal that he's going to make it look like he's going to knee Tony but actually catch Julius. So maybe I'm right. Roddy is secretly Italian. Maybe. And he's joining the family. Yeah. Um, but then... Which I didn't think this was the way they were going because no. I thought it was the fact that Roddy just decided not to yeah. break up the pin yeah. when he was on the outside. That's exactly where I thought it was going. But they're showing that there was this like look and this signaling and Roddy says, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, since May, you've had something against me. And as he's going off, Dallas. What? Run in. No way. Attack the Creeds. Attack Damon. And they then corner Roddy. You think maybe they're going to side with Roddy, but they attack him as well. And then Gallus' music plays. The green lights come on. And we see the image from Apollo's vision the uh, other week where they're in the green lights, help all us. like dying in the ring. Wow. Um, but yeah, so sort of the, furthering the, the Diamond Mine breakup, I still wouldn't say it is a complete like severance of the team yeah it's not because um, they they all got attacked they all so got attacked yeah and gallus to absolute crickets making their debut there was one guy cheering losing gallus. his mind he just went gallus 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 oh. fucking gallus yeah i mean i feel like we were talking about this last week that it seems they're gonna be bringing more uk people mm. over and i mean couldn't we could not wait for gallus to show up and we joked but we shouldn't have manifested that because it actually happened because gallus Oh, Gallus is here. They, they just look like shit. <laughs> like one of them's in this like lemon yellow sweater. One of them was in a sweater. I thought it was the Mean Street Posse it, for a it, second. Honestly, they look like... They, the Mean Scott These posse. guys don't look intimidating at all. Are they Scott? They're Scottish. They're Scottish. Yeah, because yeah. I can't understand. I haven't really enjoyed much of their stuff in UK. Uh, I can't say this is an act I'm particularly excited about coming over. Yeah. Um, but also, like... 
NXT UK is developmental, and at some point you've got to, like like we see with people in NXT, at some yeah. point you've got to shit or get off the pot and do something with them and move them up. So I guess their time has has come as as many we've seen on today's show. But I can't say this this kind of excited me much at all. Yeah, not a big fan of Gallus. Bless them. I like some of their stuff on the indies and stuff, but I just they're not excited. That's what they look like. Yeah, they, indie. Yeah, they like, do. and they've been in the company a while. Yeah. And like, why this is your big like. TV debut. Yeah. And you're like dressing like a fucking Mean Street posse. Wagner, I, like, uh, sorry, <laughs> what's his name? Wolfgang. Yeah. Like, Wolfgang hasn't Puck. bothered ironing his shirt. Like, he just, <laughs> they all look like shit. Remember Wolfgang in the UK thing? His gimmick, he's a bartender. He's a bartender. Yeah. <laughs> in Scotland. He looked like me bartending today on Little Sleep when I was like, fuck, I better get into work and just pick up any old shirt that's hanging. Um, I'll, I'll say that I liked. The the turn in the ring when Julius like goes, it was you, Roddy. I love that in wrestling, right? Like it's the good when it's revealed. Like no, I'm talking about you, Roddy. Yeah, and I like that. And then as soon as I thought it was getting good, the, it was Gallus, and then I went, oh, all right. And then the thing with the lights and the shot of the vision from last week, it made me laugh. Which I'm like, okay, it's like advancing this thing. It's it's something new, so I'll give him that. But it still made me laugh, and I don't know if it was supposed to, you know, but. I do love Diamond Mine, and I do not want to watch them fight Gallus, and that's probably like the match down the line or next week or it's multiple iterations. So would it be Creeds and Kemp or Creeds and Roddy? I guess that's the. Guess we'll have to find out every Tuesday we'll night. A fourth member of Gallus. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the Coffee Brothers and Wolfgang Puck. I'm yeah. Super excited. But again, like we've seen over the last few weeks, giving Julius more and more. Uh, we've seen him do a bunch of like backstage promos. Yeah. From what I recall, this is his first like big kind of in-ring promo that I can remember. Uh, I think he's great. Um, creeds are awesome. The, like, I mean, this the creeds, whole act really works. The, the creeds, this whole unit could go up. Uh, I think actually, just because they're already like they're already really good. The wrestling mm-hmm. is there. What Roddy said about the Usos. There's so many other teams. They could be a really bright, fresh like addition to some tag team wrestling but they they are they are getting there which is a division i i hope under under triple h really yeah. get some work done to it sure. because you've got teams there if you if you were to bring back a, a gargano you could do diy like again he's coming back you can have the uh, the creeds in there there's there's so many teams you can viking raiders you can retool we know they're great just they're they're goofy as fuck right now but yeah uh I, that's something i'd like to see because the women's division is getting a lot of attention at the moment and is in a good position right now on the main roster i'd really like to see it with the tag division yeah i mean the talent is there there's there's a bunch of teams that can just instantly make that division and hell gable and uh, uh otis otis you've had street profits and street profits. Usos kill it Usos. but it's the thing is street profits new day usos we've just seen the combination a lot yeah it's time to mix in some more teams there for sure we see Roxanne Perez backstage, who's being interviewed by Mackenzie Mitchell, says it's the most nervous she's ever been walking into a match and her stomach's been in knots because she never thought she'd be in the ring against her best friend. But Cora ended our friendship and now she has nowhere to hide. She made her bed and now she has to lay in it as we hear the generation of Jade or whatever mm. it is uh, as Cora's music starts uh, to lead into the match. Uh Friend of the show, Fire Frank, the BDE champion, uh, messaged us and said that it sounds like Cora's new heel music is actually just like a screamo cover of her old theme. Oh. I have not listened back yet, but mm. that if, if true, big if true. 
skater girl, but now screamo emo night girl. Nice. Yeah. Do you follow Cora Jade on Instagram? I do. She posted that she was on a lovely date. Oh. The other. Yeah. With a red boy. With Braun Breaker. Nice. Yeah. Good. For I them. like I like wrestling couples. Well, she saw uh, Trey Baxter cheating on her with Ric Flair. Getting the fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> now we know why Rick fist bumped. <laughs> He's like, it's okay. Sorry, lad. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to the best of us. <laughs> I may have passed out twice in the last half hour, but just, are you all right, Trey? <laughs> Trey Baxter. Trey. I, fuck, no, he's awesome. I don't want to shit he's on great. him at all. He's great. I like yeah. Trey we Baxter actually really, He's really good. We really love him. I know he's him. called Bre- Blake Christian now again. Blake Christian, It's just yeah. funny to call him Trey Baxter. Yeah. The internet is so cruel, man. Like people, When that news got out, like the internet is just so cruel. And hey, like, relationship ends. People move on. Like it's yeah. not, it's... Something you got to remember, happened. something you do have to remember, I know we do podcasts and who are we all, almighty, we make fun of wrestlers all day, all night, but they are people. These are actual people. Yeah. So sometimes, you know. Yeah, man. Preach. Exactly. Cora Jade versus Roxanne Perez. Uh, Perez comes and is ready. She charges the ring, hits a Fez press, and then two Lopez suicidas on the outside, uh, taking out Cora. Uh <laughs> I know you always bring up about how Corey on Raw will talk about, like, as a former tag team champion, talking about his days in NXT. I'm sorry, but this takes the biscuit. Wade Barrett here going on about being a former FCW tag team champion with Drew McIntyre. Oh, come on. You're like, come Come on, on, Wade. Come on, Wade. Wade. You're better than that. FCW. You're better than that. He was never tag champ? I guess not. No, I was surprised. I had to, to, like, fact check this. He was only ever the IC champ. Yeah, um, bless him. But yeah, I did find it funny bringing his FCW days here to to kind of add context to this Cora Jade. Just Rock say you were in the core, match. dude. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was in the core. I was also in Nexus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cora then hits a vertical suplex on the floor. There's an exchange of pin combinations where Roxanne bridges out of one of them. And then a double pump kick from both women laying out both of them. Uh, Cora then hits her running up. Sorry, Jade hits her running uppercut in the corner, followed by the side Russian leg sweep, and then Cora hits like a page turner. Yeah, was this Cora or Roxy? Sorry, Roxy. Yeah, Roxy hitting the page turner. Shout out Page. Mm. Uh, didn't hit it with quite an effect, so it was only a two count. But it's oh yes, only a two. Roxy then goes for pop rocks, but Cora slips out and then uh, hits the knee to the face in the ropes, and then. Cora hit this strange move. I don't even know what to call it. It was kind of like a, sort of like a Blade Runner crossroads sort of thing. But, the G-Blade? But not quite. No, um, wait, Blade Runner, like... Not the Sling Blade. Not no. the Sling Blade, no. No, it, it kind of looked a bit weird here. Um, Cora then goes for her lightsaber, the, the black kendo stick here. The, like, pole. Yeah. I don't know what it um, is. And swings and misses. Again, this one right in front of the ref. And it's like, oh, but she missed her, so... She didn't hit it. I'll I'll continue. I'll allow it. Can you imagine if that was... Oh, it was attempted murder. It didn't succeed. You didn't do it. You're good. It didn't happen. You didn't hit her. Yeah, it didn't happen. Fine. Um, So then Roxy grabs it and is uh, teasing, using it against Cora and is doing the the melodramatic... Ah, ah, do I do it? Do I... I hate this girl. I want to hit her with this stick, but I want to win the match. Oh, I'm so conflicted. And... She throws the stick down, but allowing Cora to attack her from behind and then hitting the DDT on the stick. 
The ref is like, eh, whatever. It's fine. One, two, three. Cora Jade wins. Yeah, so Cora, Cora Jade is now using Moxley's finisher, like the double arm Death Rider kind of thing. Yeah. But she does it on the pole. The ref clearly is looking at them with the stick, as you could. It's so funny just saying it's a stick. Stick talk. And it's just fine, and it's over. I'm like, yeah. all right. Uh, yeah, uh, I know this feud was like, I mean, it had some ups and downs. We could kind of see it coming. I, I was expecting a bit more. Obviously, I think we, we'll get a rematch because of this like finish. But I was expecting a bit more out of these two because I do not not that it, this was like bad by any means. I just thought that I think the talent is there with both of them that I think they could have delivered something uh, pretty pretty banging. And it, it kind of was just like you said, there was a little little bit of some fluff, and then the stick at the end, <laughs> the stick. Get the stick. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel this one is one that needs a kind of street fight. We're getting a lot of street fights at the moment, but yeah. it feels like one that kind of needs that. Yeah. I'm also, it's it's going for the Gargano Champa, Cole O'Reilly thing. Exactly. But the story just hasn't reached that yet for me. No. And therefore, I know a, a big criticism from a lot of people with NXT is the the melodramatic looking at that your hands acting conflict and it was a lot of this but it didn't feel quite as justified as some of those like aforementioned feuds yeah um so it was just there like there was nothing particularly wrong again the, the refereeing just made it a bit just silly silly yeah um didn't quite connect with me but there's nothing necessarily like bad with the match I just think you can step it up do you do the rematch at the the paper the I, the PLE I think so. Yeah, it's a while away, so. but you could have one of them win the title before I, I then. I feel that's what it needs. Yeah, I feel uh, this this reign. I mean, we've been saying this for months with Mandy jumping ahead. Yeah. she's still champ, but um, hmm. yeah, like how? Because it makes more sense to get the title on. Yeah, Cora. how do we hot potato that to Cora? Yeah, so you almost feel like um, Zoe could have won tonight to just like paper champion get it onto Cora because Roxy has the contract so you could no she's used it no they've mentioned that she still has the contract no she she had the match yeah oh she had the match with Mandy I thought they mentioned that no, she still had it no, so that's, that's when, completely done that's when Cora attacked her so you could have had it where like they fight over that and somehow yeah. Cora cashes in or something I, I don't know what you do but you do need to I think that Mandy is just so cold right now that you need to just give the title I don't else. see any no. challenger for her no. now because I mean, you've got it. It's all. It all seems like heels who want it. Yeah. And it doesn't feel. It doesn't really feel right for Roxanne to beat her for then a feud with Cora over the title because you want the chase. Yeah, exactly. So chase is way better. So. I don't know. The women's division here seems a little like they've got so much talent, but it just seems a bit like weak storyline wise, and definitely with this title being locked up with Mandy for now, we see. Briggs, Jensen, and Fallon Henley backstage, and they say pretty deadly and Lash Legend got one up on us last week, but we're going to see them again down the line. And this is when Gallus walk in, and they're saying, <laughs> hey, these tag titles don't belong here. They belong in the UK. You've been tag champs, what, five minutes? And Briggs with line of the night says... Six minutes. What up? <laughs> Briggs also wearing a uh, Hayward Hollywood horses shirt. Uh, if you've seen the movie, nope. Uh, okay, it's a it's a reference Love to that it. movie. So this, this line <laughs> genuinely made me laugh. Both Six of us. Minutes, what's up? <laughs> yeah, both of us laughed really loudly, and then we went, "Wow, that was the best thing he's ever you said." Ever so. said. Uh, he was great. Yeah. I love these guys. Yeah. Um, 
Gallus then challenges them to a match next week. And, and then they fight. Big pull apart. Ah, Gallus is just just spreading all over the place. Yeah. This Gallus. It sounds like something you would ask your doctor about. Do is I this, have Gallus? Yeah. <laughs> is this for the titles next week? Probably. It seems, I mean, skipping ahead, like it feels like some kind of unification no. of all these. What? We're going to get the titles on Gallus. Gallus can feud with the Creed's. Um, Creed's unify the titles. Yeah. And then later on, we might have some other hints at another unification. And if that means we could get Mako Satomura hey. coming over as well. <laughs> Mako versus Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, give Mako the title. Fuck that. Let's go. Don't even joke about giving So that are shit. we just... Is NXT UK? We'll discuss yeah. at the end of the show for sure. But yeah, I, I, I like Jensen here. Uh, sorry, Briggs and Jensen making me laugh here. But again, Gallus, it's just like, uh, all right. Uh, but then we get to the... Re- I love watching uh, your face as well whenever you've got like Gallus or um, Kaylee Ray talking. You're so like trying to understand what they're saying. I usually grab the remote it's, and try to put subtitles on. It's hard. Like I'm... I'm more used to Scottish accents than you would be, but yeah. it, it's it can be tough. Hey, I have Scottish uh, in me. I'm allowed to make fun of their voices, and I it's... I didn't say you were making fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, every time we we mention Scottish people's accents, all our Scots message us and say you, you're killing me. You're, la- you're I'm dying here. So shout you know out we Scott. love the Scots. Shout yeah. out St Andrews. Shout Day. out St Andrews Day, guys. It's coming <laughs> we, soon. We went to uh, one of our, our bars last week where there's a, a Scottish girl who works. <laughs> yeah, and you were like looking forward to St Andrews Day, and like, dude, that's in November. It's <laughs> August right now. She's like, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a way away. <laughs> Then I asked her if uh, she was two people on top of each other with the, <laughs> the coat. With the trench, the trench coat. coat. Yeah, it's, it's like I, I time it whenever you meet a new Aussie. It's like, how long until we bring up Vegemite? <laughs> <laughs> Vegemite ice cream. What? Yeah. We- Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get a, a recap of the D'Angelo and Escobar feud. I thought they did this quite nicely, uh, covering like the last four months of this whole feud. Yeah, it shows a lot of the clips, them sitting at the table last week or whatever. 
Yeah. And we go into the match. It's a street fight. Santos Escobar versus Tony D'Angelo. If Santos wins, Legado are free from Tony D. They had some great entrance here for Santos. I mean, you get the music that's kind of like Mexican standoff. Like, uh, very good. Mariachi band. Yeah, very um, good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, Maracone, or I'm, blank, I'm messing up his name, but like that kind of thing. And then it like pans up and he's wearing like the whole gear. He's ready for this. This he's in fight. his mask. You then have Cruz, Del yeah. Toro step into the shot. You have Joaquin step into the shot. Yeah. They start walking forward and see Electra, who gives them a little nod. I mean, uh, Santos has mochismo. He is like oh, the coolest great. guy here in NXT. And uh, I love this entrance. And if you've been following and you know the character for quite a while, the whole thing, he's wearing the mask again. Yep. So, like, it's kind of a little, it, it a little neck, you know, tip of the hat. It definitely, you could tell, like, all right, he's, he's going. going. He's going. This is his big farewell entrance. And I love this. I thought... Also, his gear had... A, he was wearing the gear he once wore, which made me lead to believe some things. If he is going to the main roster, LWO mm. logo all over his gear. They'd Put, be, they've been having that show for a while. Yeah. The LDF one. So, I mean, hey, bring back the LWO. I've been saying it. But do it with uh, Angel Garza. Um, Humberto. Humberto and... Rey Mysterio. Turn him, okay. turn him heel. Dirty animal Rey Mysterio with the LWO. He kicks Dominic, sends Dominic to NXT, and they run roughshod on the main roster. I, I think I think Santos could be a main event player if, yeah. if they use him right. I wouldn't have trusted with the old regime, but this guy is so good, and I think I think he could be all right on his own. I'd love to see the unit back together one day. Yeah. Because I think I just think they, they work. They look great together. Uh, can see these guys like feuding with the bloodline yeah. and that kind of thing. Especially if we get, you know, Naomi back who can join them and you can have Electra, Electra. on LDF. There you go. Um, but I, I, I don't, I mean, we're skipping ahead. Santos yeah. is gone, but like, uh, or is he? But I wouldn't mind him starting off on his own and then building it up again on the main roster. Uh, but yeah, th- this entrance was great. Um, Santos jumps Tony D immediately. <laughs> Uh, delivering knees to the gut, clotheslines. He uh, uh, hurricane runners Tony onto a steel chair, uh, hits Tony with this big knee to the face, followed by the high cross. Uh, Santos isn't letting Tony get anything in here. It's all Santos here. Um, after the commercial break, we see, like, off-camera, stacks just fly and take out <laughs> Wild and Del Toro, but didn't... Didn't really catch it at all what happened. You yeah. just saw a flying stacks in the corner of the flying screen. Flying stacks. Yeah. This is the new this is the new WWE thing, isn't it? It's like having things out of shot. Like yeah. Dexter Loomis flying. Doing things in the background and Getting stuff. arrested. Yeah. Uh, and then Tony hits Santos with a suplex onto steel chairs on the floor, followed by a Falcon Arrow in the ring for a two count. Escobar starts to fight back with drop kicks and ranas. And then hits, he has one of the best, Tope Suicidas. This one going in the Ooh, corner. Yeah, um, through, the, through the ropes, through the corner, to the outside where Tony's like, like near the, the crowd, essentially. This was nuts. I know in, in Lucha Underground, he used to call it like the arrow or something like yeah, that. And yeah. That's really how it is because he just flies with so much speed here. Looked great. Um, and then Cruz at, cracks stacks in the face with a crowbar. Like, this looked great. Yeah. Just, like, bludgeoned him with this thing. A lot of the crowbar shots look Looked crazy. really good. Um, then brass knuckles are thrown into the ring, which has been kind of Santos's calling card. Um, there's a big slap across the neck from Santos, 
And then Santos signals to Electra to grab the crowbar. He goes to the outside to get it. Tony D charges at him and Santos moves and he accidentally knocks Electra over and has a moment where he's like, oh shit, what did I do? Because remember, she she bought good business to mm-hmm. the D'Angelo family. <laughs> Whatever that I means. don't know what that means. But we never found out. 80%. Yeah. 80%. Um, low blows Santos and then rolls him into the ring. Santos is able to come back with this leaping super kick. Now both men are down in the middle of the ring. They start to get back up. They're on their knees. They're staring at each other, bad-mouthing each other. And then Tony looks to his right and sees the crowbar. And Santos looks to his left and sees the brass knocks. It's I- like the beginning <laughs> of Hunger Games when they're all on their podiums and then they like blow the whistle and they got to run to get their weapons. I've never seen Hunger Games. Mm. I've seen Battle Royale. Yeah. Games similar. This reminded me of Good, the Bad, the Ugly too. Like they're like looking. They look at each other. They look away. They go? look. Let's they're go. like, are they doing it? Are we doing it? Like the stare down, right? The Mexican standoff. So they both run after their weapon, but Santos gets the crowbar first, cracks, sorry, sorry, Tony gets yeah. the crowbar first, cracks Santos in the head with it. Again, looked great. Yeah. And gets the win. One, two, three. Santos Escobar must leave NXT. Yeah. Wow. Pour one out for Santos. As the crowd has given him this whole standing ovation, chanting legado, like legado. They were singing the theme forever, yeah. banging. But they were chanting as they go to the next segment, and you can't even hear the segment because it's I wish so we loud. Didn't have the next segment. You should have because... just let that let that bleed out a bit because, like, it was if it's him leaving. It's him leaving. He's a big character who's been there quite a while now. Yeah. Like Wade during the match is like, I can't imagine an NXT without Santos Escobar. He's yeah. been there. Wait, it must be three, two, three years now. Oh, wow. Um, which is long for NXT. Yeah, I wish they let this moment linger a little longer because I thought he deserved like his flowers here. I, for um, 100%. They cut to Indy Hartwell talking and you couldn't even hear them because the crowd is, the mics chanting, were still on yeah. and they were just giving this guy this, this send-off. Tony, Tony last week said if Santos loses, he has to leave NXT, but he cannot take Legato with him. So therefore, that leads us to believe Santos will be going to the main roster. Again, maybe teaming or feuding with some people and maybe bring Legato later on. I think SmackDown would be okay. a good place. Like, could see him, you know, feuding with Gunther over the IC title. Could be sure. a good start yeah. for him. Um, I, this, I think was maybe my match of the night. This was I my match was of the really night. Really fun. Yeah, street the fight crowd tonight. was so into it. Yeah. Um, Tony, Tony Dia, actually, I feel in these kind of like hardcore matches is when he, he shines a bit more because it allows his character to come up, out a bit more and maybe rely a bit less on the wrestling. But I thought they really got the crowd with some good near falls and, and spots in this and with high stakes with uh like the stipulation added i i really enjoyed this one yeah like they said it was a street fight there was like weapons allowed so that lets them use the gimmick stuff but there wasn't a whole lot of like the gang to get involved yeah so there there wasn't like you know thumbtacks and blood and stuff like that but i actually thought the wrestling between the two and the storytelling you're right of like that kind of stuff it made a lot of sense this probably was my match of the night i was invested in santos the entrance you were you were in like he gets your attention Mm. with the way he looks and acts he does come across as someone who doesn't need to try to be cool. And that is something that wrestlers definitely, yeah. you can't just learn that. Uh, like, it's hard. And I think it's From really easy one, for him. Yeah. He's just being like, he's got oh, the, this guy's Yeah, cool. he's got the steez. Uh, so definitely, uh, I'm sad to see him leave this show because we watch the show every week and talk about him. So he has been a huge staple since coming in as 
coming in as the Phantom Son. So I am interested to see where he lands. Mm-hmm. So hopefully in a prominent spot. But bring on the Latino World Order. Yeah, put two point oh. I, I'd like to see uh, Legado get the a tag title run though. Hell yeah, here. do it. Do, like it. if they're going to stick around for a bit, sure. Like, push them. But I guess they got to work for Tony. Yeah. Uh, Indy Hartwell is backstage with Caden Carter and Kate uh, Casey. No, what's the name? Katana, Katana Chance. Chance. <laughs> Indy says, "I, I couldn't cried. hear Indy." Sorry. <laughs> she said she cried when she saw them win the tag titles the other week, oh. and they're like, "Oh." Cool, thanks. Oh, good for you. Bit weird. Um, she says, being in a team is great, but trying to find herself on her own, blah, blah, blah. She gets interrupted with someone who gives her a letter, which she opens up, and it's a picture drawn by Dexter what? of Index. Shout out Index. Index lives forever. And and Indy is kind of smiling and happy about this. When Do you think this is uh, a note from Dexter from jail? Get me out of here. (laughs) I need bail money. How's how's that NXT contract of yours? Help me. I'm getting arrested (laughs) weekly. Can you please help me? Uh, We're still married by law. Help me out. And uh, this is where Blair Davenport from NXT UK, uh, former Beer Priestley, arrives, rips up the letter and says she's the future NXT women's champion. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's nice getting this index nod again. I do, I do wonder if it's um, happening. Yeah. I wonder cause Indy just fills out a place in NXT at the moment. It does look like she's obviously going to have a little, maybe mini feud with Blair Davenport to start with. But I wonder with, with Dexter kind of floating around, like, could we see the way like on, on the main roster perhaps? Yeah. Uh, this is Dexter kind of being like, sup, find, you me, up? On, find me on Mondays. You up? Yeah. Uh, Hit me up. Exactly. What, what are you doing? Why? What is it? W-Y-D? <laughs> W-Y-D. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's happening, guys. Johnny Gargano, I think it's the writings on the wall there. This rebel heart will beat yet again. It makes so much sense. They can let this let this go on for a while and then finally bring him in. It could be as long as it could be the rumble. It could be a, a ways away, but... Bring him in, have him with... There's so much you can do now. It does feel a bit weird. Like, I, I kind of feel the same with the Kenny thing. You bring back Kenny for a trios thing, which yeah. will be cool, but, sure. like, it's not what I do with him. I want to see DIY as a tag team it as does, well. Yeah, it does feel a bit weird if you're bringing back a Johnny Gargano, you're bringing back for this, like, superhero the way, fam, The yeah. Incredibles kind of thing. Johnny's going to show up in a super suit. But it could be, you know, trying to... Yeah. Like, theory. You, you, you got out of control on your own. We need to bring you back down a bit. Yeah. Um, with our, our murderer son-in-law. Murderer friend who may or may not be going by the name Hatchet now. Dexter, I think. His social media said Hatchet. So I was like, what the fuck does they that mean? They were calling him Dexter Loomis on, okay. All on right. Raw. Yeah. yeah. Hatchet's uh, what he keeps in his jacket pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, I think this could have been an indication of an indie call-up. But yeah, Blair Davenport in... Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I've seen some stuff from her before. Uh, Ex Miss Mrs. Osprey, and they've had matches together and stuff. And then he kicked her in the face, and yeah. then they weren't together anymore, which was kind of odd. Yeah, everyone just seemed to be okay with that. Um, I've seen some good stuff from her, but I, I didn't think this was a good first impression because she just she did the thing where she grabs the like thing from Indy, the mm. note, and then walks off and like is. 
down the, the hall now, but still looking at you. <laughs> Doing like a duck walk, like, hmm, yeah. hmm. And I was like, uh, not the greatest first impression, but the wrestling, I think, will speak. I always did think Yeah, it right. puts a bit more experience in the division yeah. as well. Um, but again, this NXT UK invasion mm. continues here in yeah. 2.0. We get a video hyping up uh, Tiffany Stratton and Wendy Chu's feud. Uh, Tiffany says she is so over Chu, as am I. Uh, Chu says she's fed up of being looked down on, and next week is a lights out match. Uh, Tiffany says she's obsessed with lights out rules. Uh, the lights are dim, which is great because they're not going to be able to see Wendy's face, but it sucks because they also won't be able to see hers. And Wendy wants to make Tiffany feel how she makes others feel. So I think this is a literal <laughs> lights out match. Come on. This is not, this can't be a thing. No, I'm thinking. We have it in like, uh, like the green, like night vision, the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, is that I how think, we're watching I this think match? So. I think so. Really? Yeah, that sounds bad. I hope they don't do that, but. I don't know. Uh, whatever it is, I hope it ends this feud because I need to see Tiffany go on to something else and I need, uh, Wendy to like find some ring gear. Wendy Chu needs to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Needs to be put to bed like this feud. Because I don't know. Uh, if this is the way to do the whole kind of different side of her, it would make sense in a match. But now they're saying it's a lights out match. It was a gimmicked match. So, of course, she's going to be all gimmicky and do all the silly stuff again. Wendy Chu is awesome. But the character right now is just not like... I think she could be in a more serious... They're teasing it evolving and it hasn't at yeah, all. For a long time it, now. Yeah, yeah. So... And Tiffany is someone who, in a, I guess, the strange way is is gaining from this, but also it's, I guess, just holding her here because I don't know if they're ready to put her in something else, but she is a natural. Uh, mm. So I don't know. I think she, again, has to beat Wendy, unfortunately, for Wendy. I, I think so. Yeah. I really enjoyed their, first, their their last match that had that, like, brawl around backstage yeah. at the beginning. So I think they could do fun stuff. I, I haven't disliked the matches. It's, I'm, I'm just not into this Wendy Chu character. A lights out match. Meaning the lights are going to be turned off. Yeah, this, this that sounds doesn't sound dangerous. like AEW lights out, which have been like pretty brutal, I think. Lights out match. We'll see. We'll see what they do. Instead of thumbtacks, there'll be pillows and feathers. And, yeah. I don't know, whatever else yeah. Wendy Chu can do. We'll see what they do. We go to our NXT Women's Championship match. It's Mandy Rose, the champion, taking on Zoe Stark. Uh, right before the match, there was another one of the scan me QR codes, uh, which just showed an image of Zoe Stark from last week holding the title up mm. above Mandy. Um, it's all Mandy to start with, just attacking uh, Zoe's knee. She's slamming her knee against the uh, announce table. Um applying submissions, kicking away at the knee. After the break, we see Toxic Attraction get thrown out. They're protesting when Nikita Lyons, uh, who is Zoe Stark's tag team partner in the tag tournament on the main roster, runs out to chase them off, um, does a kick reminiscent of Jade to Kira Hogan last Wednesday, just completely missing <laughs> JC Jane here to try and get her out. Um we go back to the ring where Mandy is now kicking at the knee. Uh, Stark manages to come back with a super kick, but it's not full, fully effective because she can't really plant that, that injured knee uh, to get a solid super kick. Uh, Mandy then hits a kind of exploder. There's dueling forearms and chops between the two. And then Stark hits another big kick, but her knee completely gives out, allowing Rose to hit the go for the Rose trigger. But Zoe catches it with a roll up for a two. And then this time Mandy connects with the Rose trigger, 
But Zoe kicks out. Commentary putting this over big that no one has ever kicked out of this move before. But then Rose takes the knee brace off of Zoe, puts it on her own knee, and hits the Rose trigger using the knee brace. The ref was totally cool with it. The ref cool was like, it. whatever, we got a show to get through. <laughs> We've got a few minutes left and a main event. We let some whatever. other things slide earlier. Yeah, this it's like, fun. it'd be unfair if we, if we let that happen yeah. and not this. Uh, Mandy Rose is still your champion. Mandy Rose retains. I think we kind of saw this coming. It's a cool little like pit stop for her here, but I do think the title does need to move off to someone else. It would make sense to have the title for Cora and Roxanne in that feud, but uh, there was some good stuff in this. I don't know what was the biggest battle, Mandy Rose versus Zoe or Mandy Rose versus her own top in this match. Uh, lots of cuts to black. Yeah, Lots of that. Uh, she was struggling for a bit, but I, I like the fact that, that she targets the knee and I actually kind of like the finish as well as I'm like, kind of like, hey, that's not fair, but at the same time, Zoe wears it. So yeah. it's, I guess it's fair game, but I did like that finish. I actually think Mandy is is better when like having something to target it. Cause I think a criticism we've had is that connective tissue. It's a lot of walking around and then hitting a move and the move might look all right. But I think when we've seen her do this, like working a body part, it gives her a bit more focus in the match. So I thought it was one of her better matches, but on the flip side, Zoe Stark has some really cool, innovative offense that, because her knee was being targeted the whole match, we didn't really see any of it. So it it became a better Mandy Rose match, but a duller Zoe Stark match for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mandy's matches haven't been super hitting uh, for me, but this one it didn't. I, I didn't mind the some of the storytelling in mm. it. I thought it was maybe better than more of her, her average matches. But yeah. But this reign needs to end. But kind of as we mentioned earlier, who who do we put this on? I guess Miko Satamore. Yeah, do it. Book it, cowards. Do it. Book it. We go to a little vignette for Quincy Elliott. Yeah. Uh, listen to Shot in the Dark every every Wednesday on this very feed. John Ceno running you through all the shows you may not have watched, including NXT Level Up, where we've seen this guy... On a scooter? On a, riding a scooter to the ring. I hope he doesn't ride that thing on the sidewalk. No, no, no. Be, I tip him. Tip him over. <laughs> tip him like... Uh, like the cyclist, yeah. <laughs> you're on the sidewalk, you're getting tipped. That should be my t-shirt, you're getting tipped. But like, you work at a bar, so you could be getting tipped. True. Yeah. I get tipped and I tip people. Is that like another word in like Urban Dictionary? You're getting tipped? Getting tipped. Let's have a look. Because <laughs> like, I feel like it could it be. It should be. It sounds like something the Scottish people would say, but I wouldn't understand what they're saying. <laughs> uh, to leave or get away from a bad scene. Tipping. I saw what Mina's was getting ready to do, so I tipped. That nah, doesn't really work. Tip to dude sticks the tip. No, okay. Uh. <laughs> well, Quincy Elliott was on Level Up, and he drives this like little like scooter Purple thing, scooter yeah. or something. But here he is in a promo wearing a Bratz T-shirt, Bratz t-shirt. <laughs> like yep. the Dolls Bratz yep. T-shirt. Yeah. He says, "I'm Quincy Elliott, and I have a confession to make. I'm bringing all of this to NXT." I look to my left, and he kind of like pounces his lips. Yeah. I look to my right, and does it again. And I see people from all different walks of life. But I have never struggled being different. I own it. I work it. I am the super diva. The super diva Quincy Elliott. So coming back soon. the term diva for Quincy Elliott. Nice, here. total diva. Yeah. Yeah, uh... 
I like I want to give benefit of the doubt. It's like the first, it's definitely like the the beginning of this gimmick. I know he's been using it on level up, but finally on TV where it can like, you know, be shown and and go forward, but I feel like he's when he's doing the look to my left, he's very acting it like Yeah. But Hey, maybe this can go somewhere, I do, but I, I was I'm questioning is, it. <laughs> I do feel this is him, though. Sure. Like, this is... We, we see the the attempts at LGBTQ characters in WWE, which people always get nervous at because they haven't been done correctly right. or, or respectfully before. But also, it's often throwing it on, you know, two straight guys like Billy and Chuck or stuff like that. Like, this, I feel, is is Quincy Elliott. It is this guy. Fair. So I would be interested to see how it takes off. And like this, uh, it is a, like more socially acceptable, you know, like people like drag race and stuff. People are into this Dude, stuff drag today. race. Look at drag race it's ratings huge, compared to wrestling. <laughs> huge. So like maybe again, new regime, this, and this Quincy guy who is like, yeah, I feel this is him. It could work. I don't know. I'll be interested because uh, being trepidatious with these characters before, but as I said, it's normally being just thrown on two straight dudes being like, "Hey, you're gay now." Right. Like, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Again, I, I would like to see because maybe he, could, he he almost looks like he's going for like a, a comedy thing because he's like, "I'm the diva" and like mm. acting a bit, you know, maybe narcissistic. So it's kind of going that almost Tyler Breeze esque, you know. Velveteen, Velveteen Dream, Dream. yeah, yeah kind of going that that route, but uh, I think it, it got it got a reaction from it. it got us like all right, okay, and like, I think he has been good at getting good reactions on Level Up. What I really want to know is where he got the Bratz T-shirt because your birthday's coming up. Oh, <laughs> you think I'd want a Bratz T-shirt? Yeah, because you're a brat. Yeah, true. We go to Grayson Waller, who says he punked out Apollo last week, and Apollo is selfish and willing to stab everyone in the back to prove he's the man. Well, next week, it's the debut of the Grayson Waller Effect, another talk show in wrestling. (laughs) This guy has zero creativity. I'm sorry. The whole gimmick he's used, his Titantron, is the Grayson Waller Effect. And then he gets a show, which I call it the Grayson Waller Effect. Pretty sure his move is called the Grayson Waller Effect. Everything is just the Grayson (laughs) Waller Effect. Like, dude, come on. Something else. (laughs) Literally anything. Oh, like man. what else could you call it? I don't know. Waller's corner. Wall I really, about it. I don't know. Wall about it. Yeah. Waller's walkabout. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, like, come on, the Grace of Waller effect. That is just like you're I'm like, not creative. I'm just imagining in the PC, like, like jot down all these yeah, ideas. What do you, you have? Got, and I, what do you got? Like, just a page, and it's like the Grace and uh, Waller effect. The Grace and Waller effect. The Grace and Waller effect. What's your move called? The Grace and Waller effect. Right. What's your nickname? The Grace and Waller effect. Yeah. But your name is Gra- all right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he says he's inviting Apollo next week to be his first guest and then leaves, but then comes back and goes, ugh, Mackenzie, that perfume must be cheap. Damn. Poor Mackenzie. We're just being sour on Grayson Waller because he didn't reply to us last week on where he got his shirts. Yeah, and then wore uh, not as nice shirt this week. I didn't mind it. It was okay. It was all right. It was okay. Yeah. I bought some new shirts this week. I know. You think you're the rock lately. I, I am around. the rock. <laughs> Six, six minutes, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Grayson Waller better wear a nice shirt next week or oh, it's a tanking segment. Yeah, yeah, honestly, you're, you're, the pressure is on for Waller to wear a fire-ass yeah. shirt next week. Yeah. None of this, none of this mid-shit. I think, I think Ethan Page, to me, has number the one. top shirt game. Yeah, yeah, number one. Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to know where he gets his shirts from. Hamilton. I need to fill out the arms more. I do need to work on my arms. He's got some cannons. You've got to, that Ethan yeah, Page. got to fill them out. Yeah. That would be winter soon and I can't wear any of these. Just back to wearing big coats and sweaters. <laughs> Fucking hate winter. <laughs> Welcome to our NXT show. Uh, we're, we're positive people. Main event, NXT championship. Bron Breaker versus JD McDonough. JD oh comes out with his, his Irish looking thing and music and he comes out he's ready because he's so evil the unnecessary evil and then Braun Breaker the champion he's he's got a big title match and we know when he's got got a big title match he likes to break like, things we've seen him like break the NXT thing he's broken chains before he's broke the black and gold X NXT thing yeah. he's broken that he's broken he sawed through something through some polystyrene once didn't he yeah he's he, he's like chainsawed through like yeah, styrofoam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but now, <laughs> at Heat Wave, he breaks a box. A box-like structure with, just a with little JD box. written on it. It's just spray-painted JD. It's just JD. this little shitty black wooden box just on the stage. Doesn't look fancy or anything. No. Um, look, we, we like people made fun of the Cody Rhodes throne thing. Yeah. But at least it was like... A throne? Yeah. It looked kind of cool. Yeah. We, we recognized it being Triple H. H's throne. We knew what it was. This was a, a, a box. shitty black wooden box. It looks like it was like from the JD cartoons. Paint. It's, it's like, like Acme. <laughs> he, he showed up and was like, fuck, I've got a title oh, match. Oh, no, I'm I didn't break, break anything. Uh, there's a box. Let's we have this box. JD on it. How about this box? And then, <laughs> so he's got a, a sledgehammer, drives it into it. And it's not like this thing shattered or anything. One little hole in it. A little hole in the box. And then he leaves. And then, and he then he's like, yeah. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? I didn't understand this yeah, one. Yeah, this, this is kind of lame. It was, it was a bit of a letdown considering Carmelo Hayes, who is the A champion, mm -hmm. he had actual fire at Heat Wave in his entrance. Yeah. Braun should have walked out through fire. I'm sorry. You yeah. should have broke the box. should have been on fire. Yeah. And he should have broke it. But then you would have been super cool. Heat wave, a firebox. Break the fire alarm <laughs> glass to come out. Yeah. You know, backstage, Heat wave, yeah. like it's hot, have a glass fire yeah, alarm. Yeah. Smashes it, Pulls and then it. his sirens go yeah, off. You pull it. Bro, why yeah, don't we hire us? Come yeah, on. come on. Uh, at Up Next Podcast Twitter, DMs are open, WWE. Shawn Michaels, your move. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know, because that should have been his entrance. He pulls the thing down, and then the sirens for yeah. his entrance go off. Yeah. Guys, come uh, on. It's, like, it's like we it's watch too hard. much fucking wrestling. Like, but yeah. yeah, heat wave. Um, so, Braun is trying, the whole thing has been building up to this feud. JD McDonough being very methodical. He dissects his opponents. He knows exactly what parts of the body to target. And whereas Braun is just speed, aggression, athleticism, and just brute strength. Whereas the beginning of this match, Braun was kind of trying to show, hey, I can, I can wrestle too. I actually thought he was really slick. He was doing all sorts of counters to JD and then even does a really impressive kip up and just is going back and forth. Nice really roll quick. throughs with the wrist locks and yeah, stuff. Very some, slick. Some nice stuff here. Um, and then hits a delayed vertical suplex on JD whilst just marching around the ring. Um, JD then comes back and tries to work on the shoulder of Bron and then uh, Bron hits this uh, Nice-looking hammerlock belly-to-belly -belly suplex. Uh, looked really good here. And then follows it up with a standing moonsault yeah. press. Uh, after the break, JD is now targeting the neck and shoulder of Bronny Boy. You know JD just loves attacking different body parts because he studies where to hurt people. Yeah. 
Uh, Bron fires up and starts kind of using his speed and aggression, more like the classic Bron we're used to. Uh, JD comes back with a cross face. Uh, there's the Frankensteiner from Bron off the top for a two count. And then they're both fighting on the top. And JD McDonough hits a top rope Spanish fly, followed by a brain buster, Oof. which both look really nice. Yeah, near fall there. Then Breaker comes out of nowhere with the spear, but JD rolls out of the ring. He comes back in and Bron hits him with a second spear. And now the straps come down. JD gets back up and now you see he's he's popped a blood capsule. He's got <laughs> he's got his mouth bloody from the spear to the to the gut. The unnecessary evil. And he's laughing and just opens his arms, welcoming the pain, welcomes a third spear, and Bron hits the military press power slam for the win. Pretty impressive power slam. I love that move. Yeah, the spears good. look good too. I'm happy he doesn't use the spear as a finish. I think it's a pretty weak finish in wrestling, no matter how good a guy hits it. You just His other move is way more yeah. cooler. And on a guy who's like JD, much smaller, it looks even more cooler. Uh, there was a lot of re- good wrestling in this. Like we said, Braun was kind of bringing out a different technical, faster side. And I think he's really improving in the ring. Oh, it's, yeah. it's the It's the, the... My entrance is I break a box. My entrance... My thing is I break. The thing is... Mm. It's a little, like, not the most exciting. I don't think he needs it now. I, I yeah. think he's starting to prove himself yeah, in the ring yeah. in these big matches. Hey, another idea, you, I mean, we don't have, we wouldn't have another top baby face, but another idea would give him more of an edge would to make him maybe turn or something, like, yeah. use that. But uh, I think the wrestling is getting there. So it does make me go, hey, what if this guy fought, you know, some of the bigger names on the main roster? I think he would be able to go with some of the moves he's hitting are, are looking really, really good. Uh, I, I, I think I, I wish that maybe this got a bit more time, actually, mm-hmm. because I felt like it only got maybe 10 minutes or so. But th- I think it could have got into maybe a, a, a different gear. But I'm not saying I disliked it, but I think still my match of the night was the the storytelling aspect of Santos in yeah. that match. But yeah. I, I thought Bron impressed here. I didn't think this did much for JD at all. And yeah. we, we, we know this guy's good. I, I think it was a mistake having Bron dominate for so much of the beginning of the match. Sure. There was nothing from McDonough here that really showed this character he's been working on. I think if right off the gate he was managing to just pinpoint certain parts of Bron and take him down, I thought there was more kind of like targeting from Mandy in her match than right. this one. Yeah, exactly. Because it was all Bron at the beginning and then what, JD applies a cross face and they're like, oh, look how much he targets. I'm like, well, everyone has a submission. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it just made him look a bit of a geek, especially with the size difference. And then just the weird, like, welcoming the spear at the end because I, it, it was almost Joe Gacy. Yeah, it was. Uh, so I, this, to me, didn't really do much for uh, McDonough. Uh, but I did think Braun was impressive. Yeah, and we kind of expected Braun to retain, but yeah. there was some 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 shiny moments in it for sure. Uh, but that's not where the night ends. No, because after the match ends, we have the sledgehammer ripoff play. Another kind of sledgehammer, not bronze. No. Um, and Tyler Bate, the NXT UK, UK champion, comes out. So does this not spoil? Like a whole tournament they got going on? Yeah. Yeah. Has this, has this aired yet? I don't know. Listen to Shot in the Dark with John Cena. He covers UK. But so, so Dragunov got injured. Yeah. Had to relinquish the title. Mm-hmm. And I believe they were going to do a tournament. 
that I don't think has aired yet. I didn't think it had because I was so surprised. This to guy see. just this guy just walks out with the UK title and uh, and his ponytail, and he's and he stands face to face with Braun, and they the show ends with the logo up when Tyler Bate Braun Breaker face to face in the ring holding up their titles. Therefore, again, kind of signaling uh, unification, yep. possibly, at the next big event. I mean, Worlds Collide is what you could call it. I mean, could this be in the UK? Because they're in Cardiff. They're in Cardiff oh, on true. the Saturday. True, and we do think it's going to be in the daytime here, Yeah. so that makes sense. So do it on, yeah. it would be the day after yeah. uh, Clash of the Castle. Um, well, I mean... That that would be what I would say they would go with the worlds collide thing just because it's going to be people versus people. Tyler Bate versus Braun sounds pretty good. Again, Miko, Mandy, I guess. Uh, the so UK yeah, NXT worlds collide. And could they? Could this be uh, unification matches? Is this the foreshadowing of NXT UK is dead? I mean, it, again, it, it depends. I don't know what the deal is with BT Sport. Yeah, they can't. I mean, they could end this show and have something in its place but yeah interesting because that's the only thing i can see like keeping nxt uk alive is well you've got a a five-year contract with bt sport where you've promised us a uk wrestling show so if that's a contract they've got to provide that sure but it does feel a lot of these people kind of moving over and uh, i think as i said earlier with a lot of these people especially a tyler bait who's been just in purgatory for years now yeah he's he's a pretty good talent i i think with the whole triple h thing he's someone you could bring in and him and pete dunn and i you know he had the thing with trent seven and stuff but like the the mustache mountain guys the british strong style guys are pretty sweet and everyone always loves that tyler bait pete dunn match from a while you could easily run that back but yeah so nxt uk invasion on 2.0 it looks like we're gonna get these unification matches it I, this could make me believe that uk nxt uk is packing up shop yeah. just because a lot of them have already floated over here mm-hmm. and, and for a, quite a little while. So that does lead me to believe, hey, maybe there is going to be some changes. And it would be cool to, for them to do it in Cardiff over there while they're over there. It makes more sense, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think you'd get people go to see it, especially if it's in a smaller venue with, you know, more attractive price tickets sure. for this. Right. Um, I, yeah, I, I think it makes way more sense doing it there. Uh, NXT 2.0 versus NXT UK dream matches for our Worlds Collide show. What other matches would you want well, to I, see? Well, I think you're getting the UK titles on Gallus. So you'd have Gallus versus Creed. Creed's. Sure. Um, so you, Briggs and Jensen lose them this I next week. I think so, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, you'd get, look at me, unfortunately. Such a mark <laughs> for these guys now. <laughs> Six minutes, what's up? Uh, uh, yeah, you, Mako Mandy just sounds weird. But Who sure. do you put in that spot? But sure. Someone come down, quickly beat Mandy for the title and book against Miko. Unless you do some sort of multi-woman match for the... No, but then it, you can't really do title. Sasha title. wants the match with Miko, so I mean, bring, yeah. <laughs> bring her back. <laughs> uh, Bron versus Tyler Bate. Um, yeah. North American Championship, you could do a ladder with a bunch of different guys in it. Is there is there any kind of... Because we've had at Walt's Clyde, we have that undisputed era versus Imperium. It sucks about Dragonov because you could have put him in with Braun too. Yeah, instead, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, is this the end of NXT UK? Mm. We will find out as we head towards some sort of 
crossover joint show. But uh, Fire Frank in the Twitch chat says we need another rounds match. NXT. I, I I know some of Wait, the feedback. We need the- <laughs> like, I enjoyed that last week. We need who's the Heritage Cup winner versus Carmelo? Is that Axiom? He won it. I Who think. is Heritage Cup? At uh, the moment? Is that even a real thing? I just heard. I thought it was, I thought that was about Tyler Bate as well, wasn't it? Well, no, it'd be against uh, Wes, wouldn't it? Right. Who's the, the rounds current champion. rounds champion of NXT? <laughs> Uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Does anyone still watch NXT? Yeah, though some of the wrestling on it has been all right. So, I mean, past few years, everyone always talks about Dragon of Walter being the best match of the year, and that's from NXT UK. Noam Dar right now. Hell yeah, Noam Dar. Noam Dar, Wesley for the... For the to Just round a singles champion. match sounds good. That, that could be pretty good, actually. That'd there you nice. go. We're booking this ma- this pay-per-view that, that might or might may not, not happen. happen. <laughs> <laughs> and if they book at the same time of All In, no one will watch yeah. it. yeah. Well, or sorry, all out, all out. Yeah. Well, that's what we thought. It's time to go to the Up Next Facebook group to see what you guys thought. If you haven't joined the group already, what are you waiting for? Yeah, we have a Up Next page on Facebook, but it leads you to the Up Next group, which will let you in, and we share all sorts of funny stuff, including some feedback threads like yeah. this. We start with Corey, who says Santos Tony ruled. Mandy Zoe kind of sucked real bad, especially <laughs> with Mandy having to constantly stop to adjust her top. And Akita's kicks to JC and Gigi were abysmal. It was pointed out elsewhere, but it feels like the roles have completely reversed, with Raw having the best women's division now and NXT having the worst. Mandy's reign has reached Triple H reign of terror levels of terrible, hoping Mako Satamora strays away from this trash fire of a division right now. Yeah, it's really unfortunate because Miko could have a banger with someone and it's, Mandy's not on that list, yeah. un- unfortunately. But hey, maybe she'll surprise us. We go to Fire Frank who writes it here. Now, we know it must have been me- uh, Mello setting fire to trash cans at Raw. I approve. Pour one out for Santos. You'd think Diamond Mind would have avoided the ring after watching back last week's show. What a wild edition of NXT UK, eh? Brandon from New Jersey told me privately he is super pumped for Gallus, though. Fair enough. True, big fan uh, yeah. of Gallus. We go to Magan, who says, Heatwave was a newsworthy episode with some solid action. An exit or two, and that may or may not be the death knell for NXT UK. Gallus showed up just as Diamond Mine were on the verge of collapse. Crickets. Zoe Stark going to SmackDown this Friday telegraphed her loss to Mandy Rose. I'd never thought the main roster would eclipse NXT in the women's department, but here we fucking are. I'd be surprised if Jade or Perez aren't holding the title by the end of the year. Escobar is clearly main roster bound, and for once, I'm not dreading it with the creative turnover that's afoot. Hayes, Vinci was a strong opener, and Bron JD was solid. Tyler Bate, as NXT UK champion, showing up is setting up a potential Worlds Collide. If Mako Satamora ends up on that show, she's going to embarrass Mandy Rose. Yeah, I said it. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) And then we go to Sean, who writes in, I didn't care for this show at all. I'm done with these television specials. They're not working. First, there's too many of them. Second, they don't operate any differently than a regular show. Either way, they don't feel special anymore. Also, the constant censoring of the crowd chant screws up the show for the TV viewers. Yeah, a lot of the holy shit chance or any of that is is bleeped out from on USA Network. It's so. the fact that like they can't time it well, so all you hear is shit. Oh, like the yeah. holy's quiet yeah. and <laughs> yeah, it's a tough job to do. 
Yeah. The, the, the dump button. Uh, he continues, as for the matches themselves, I was digging Mello and Vinci till the finish. Trick being allowed to blatantly come into the ring was ridiculous. The match between Cora and Roxanne was disappointing and proved why this whole angle was rushed and poorly built. The street fight was fine, but the loser leaves concept loses punch when leaving means a promotion. Also, don't agree with breaking Escobar away from LDF. Mandy versus Zoe was good, even with Mandy's wardrobe malfunctions, but we got another wonky finish. How is Mandy using Zoe's brace as a weapon legal? Main event was fine, but nothing special. Uh, continues, which brings me to the big news for the night, the multiple appearances by UK talent. It was good to see Gallus, Blair, and Tyler stateside, but if I'm really pissed that they decided to go ahead and spoil the outcome of the tournament, non-UK viewers may not care, but I am much due not cool. And there is no way the NXT crowd is going to root for Braun over Tyler. I'm beyond frustrated. I hope with the creative resurgence happening on the main roster, 2.0 would be in line for the same. But no such luck. These days, Raw and SmackDown looks more like NXT than NXT. All right. Damn. I mean, yeah, he's he's kind of on, on the right track. Especially if you actually do watch that show. Like, I'd be mad yeah, if I, would I followed be. it. Because I was... I was surprised when yeah. he came out. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I guess he is the champion. Um, yeah, pretty pretty weird that they decided to do but that. Then but then if you've got to start building this thing, it's yeah. like, well, Fine. I guess it's it's more important. This one's on TV. The other one is, you know, yeah. on the network. It's yeah. not as important. Well, that was Heat Wave. Yeah. Heat Wave. Thanks so much for listening to us chat all about it. Uh, again, BD Elite is not, not tomorrow, but Davey will be joining Pollock for a wine to dynamite, chatting all about, hopefully, the battle cry. I'm really hoping it's Kenny, so I'm excited. Post-wrestling feed. Yeah. And if you want to watch that live, youtube.com slash post-wrestling we immediately went, after AEW. Yeah, we went live uh, immediately after uh, Heat Wave tonight. So usually we used to go 10.15 and, and so forth, but we're going to try going forward to just go right after the show get our act together a bit more yeah so hey after you're watching NXT every week or Dynamite every week when we go live and stuff uh, we'll be going live like ASAP uh, essentially so look forward to that on the YouTube and Twitch and uh, yeah again patreon.com slash up next five bucks is how we keep our lights on and we have so many podcasts that you can go and check out all the retro Heatwave 98 review that's there retro NXT reviews movie reviews all that stuff is all up there and it's only five bucks guys so please go check us out and listen to all the great podcasts that we create and uh, yeah follow the socials for the next little while because we're going to be going to wrestling shows we're going to be going to Raw with Pollock we're going to be doing all sorts of fun stuff so definitely follow at Up Next Podcast on Twitter and then myself Braden Harrington I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. I'm at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. We appreciate you guys listening. We could not do this without you. We, uh, we love you. We do. We really do. Hope you uh, stay cool and stay hydrated during this heat wave. And did you know that orangutans <laughs> learn everything they need to know from their mum? Shout out moms. Shout out moms. I hope my mom had fun at Sticks. Me too. Tonight. Uh, that's it. That's all. I appreciate you. That was Heat Wave. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. I hope you enjoyed your 15 minutes of fame. 16 minutes. What's up? Ahoy! Hey, 
Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.